So what is value? Dictionary.com defines value as a relative worth, merit, or importance. Monetary or material worth, as in commerce or trade. So let's travel back in time. I'd like to take you back to 1967, the year I was born. The average cost of the following in 1967 compared to today. A house, $20,000. Today, $428,700. A car, in 1967, $2,750. The average cost today, $48,182. A gallon of regular gas, 33 cents, $4.67. Postage stamp, 5 cents, 60 cents today. A gallon of milk, $1. $4.40. A dozen of eggs, $0.49. Cent, $2.05. A movie ticket, $1.25. $9.17. It seems easy to place a value on goods. In our text, we learned the price of five sparrows was two copper coins. When four sparrows were purchased, the merchant would throw in a fifth for free. As I meditated on that, I thought two copper coins must be worth a lot since we're more valuable. And I don't know about you, but I place a good value on me. When the kids were small and they would get into somebody's car, I would always say, be careful because you're carrying precious cargo because they are valuable to me, just like your kids are to you. Imagine my surprise when I found in my reading that during Mark's time, two copper coins was worth one-sixtieth, that's six-zero, of a denarius. Back then, an average worker earned a denarius per day. Today, it's worth about one-eighth of a cent. Not very much. But as I pondered this thought, I thought, Although the sparrows didn't have much monetary value, God valued them. Based on the scripture, God does not forget a single one of them. Hmm. In man's eye, man's eye, they were not valuable, but in God's eye, they are valuable. He does not forget. He doesn't forget a single one of them. Chew on that when you think you don't matter. The scene at the opening of Luke chapter 12, a multitude gathered while Jesus was condemning the Pharisees and the lawyers. Then and now, a dispute will attract the crowd. But this crowd was probably drawn more because of the presence of Jesus. He fearlessly condemned the hypocritical religious leaders. He tells his disciples to beware of the leaven of the Pharisees. Leaven was a symbol of hypocrisy. A hypocrite is a person who pretends to have virtues, morals, or religious beliefs, principles that he or she does not possess. That's the do-as-I-say person, not do-as-I-do. 
The Pharisees posed a simple as a model or pattern of excellence by mastering a false outward show. But one day, all they had covered up would be revealed. We've heard our parents say, what's done in the dark will come to light. It's based on these scriptures. In verse 4, he calls his disciples friends. Jesus knew that the message his disciples would share would bring persecution and death. He warned them not to be ashamed of their friendship with God no matter what. He lets them know what man could do to them had a limit. Bodily pain that could lead to physical death. They nor we should fear physical death. God would give punishment worse than physical death. He would bring eternal death in hell. So instead, the disciples were to fear God instead of man or woman. In the words of Reverend Fred Webb, the bottom line is, we all want to be valued. Thursday morning, one of my staff members came into my office and asked my advice about a situation. Too many times we want to tell our children what they should do instead of making them think through the process for themselves and letting them make the best decision for them. He shared the, his scenario with me, and I simply asked a few questions, hoping that the questions would lead him to the answer that he was looking for. At the end of the conversation, he told me that he valued my opinion because it made him think about things in a different way. Again, we all want to be valued. Something so small as for him to ask and then say that he valued my opinion made me feel needed and appreciated. Sometimes we don't feel like we're worth two copper coins. Anybody ever been there? We feel like God has forgotten about us. But today we find out, and I know most of you already know, that we are valuable to God. We have three statements today. I have three statements today that I want to share with you to encourage you, no matter your age, gender, or nationality, no matter what you're facing in your home, at school or college, at work or in general, my three points for today's text are, God has not forgotten you. You are important, and don't be afraid. A few years ago, I was going through a very difficult time. Although the enemy wanted to mess with my mind, Dr. Hagee, God let me know that his grace was sufficient for me, Pastor Wood. It seemed like all I did was cry over the situation even after talking to God. My niece's church had a women's conference one Saturday. They called it Refresh, Restored Enough for Relationships that are Encouraging, Supportive, and Healthy. They had us to write down three things that we would like for someone to tell us. My three things was, I'm worth it, I matter, and God has not forgotten me. God has not forgotten us. We gave our papers to the sister next to us, and we encouraged each other. In the end, we prayed for one another, and she told us to speak these things that we had written down to ourselves. 
today I have my right mind. Because at some point in all that I was facing, I realized that the greatest relationship that I have is with God. My relationship with God is the foundation of my relationship with other people. I trusted God then, and I trust God now. My value is determined by God and not by man because of, of um, this. I have peace, and I am not willing to give up the peace that I have experienced through what I've had to come through. Verse 6, it tells us, what is the price of five sparrows, two copper coins? The message Bible says loose change. We can find that in our cars and in our seat cushions. So not worth very much. Remember, one-sixtieth of a denarius. Yet God does not forget a single one of them. My first point, God has not forgotten you. When dealing with persecution, rejection, separation, bullying, peer pressure, or sickness, it's easy to fear and think that God has forgotten about you. Not so. Jesus mentions to his disciples that the father cares for the sparrows. We heard earlier that the monetary value for these five sparrows was not much at all. But the writer assures us that God does not forget a single one of them. We learn in verse 7 that we are more valuable to God than a whole flock of sparrows. Still might not add up to much money, but we are valuable to God. When you feel alone, remind yourself of Hebrews 13.5, I will never leave you or forsake you. When you feel like giving up because you're tired of fighting, remind yourself to be strong and be courageous. Do not be afraid or terrified because of them. For the Lord your God goes with you. He will never leave you nor forsake you. When it seems like your friends have turned their backs on you, remind yourself of Proverbs 18 and 24. There is a friend that sticks closer than a brother. When you don't feel like anyone loves you, remember John 3.16. For God so loved the world, that he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever believeth in him shall have um, life and have it more abundantly. God values his creation so much that he gave his son, Jesus, for you, for me. Just as God cares for the sparrows, he cares for you and for me. God loves you just as you are. He doesn't want you to pretend to be someone else or someone that you're not. Embrace who God made you to be. A sparrow is but a small bird with little monetary value or worth. God takes notice of it and cares for it. God provides food and shelter for the sparrow. Nothing can be done to the sparrow without God's permission. This is providence. A sparrow may seem insignificant, but it is significant to God. Remember, God will not forget you either. He has not forgotten you. The prayers you prayed, he has heard and he will answer. God is concerned when you can't sleep at night, when your heart is broken, 
when your siblings have pushed you out, when your parents don't understand, when they won't listen to you, when they seem to be unreasonable, because as parents we can, God is still concerned. Just know that whatever you're going through, he's right there with you. Satan has to get God's permission. He had to get God's permission to try Job. And so it is with you. He must go through God in order to try you. Whatever you're going through, God has allowed it. And he has not forgotten you. You're not going through it alone. He's right there with you. The footprints in the sand says when you were at your weakest, he carried you. The one set of footprints are not yours because God has left you. They're God's because he's carrying you. Amen? My second point, you are important. Tell yourself, I'm important. It doesn't sound like y'all believe that. I'm important. Amen. I, I am important. If we don't value ourselves, then who else will? We already know that God did it over 2,000 years ago by sending his son and allowing him to die for us. And that shows us that he values us. But we have to get it here and get it here that we are valuable. And then we can move forward in whatever God is calling us to do. So you are important. We know that we are important because verse 7 reads that the very hairs on your head are numbered. This is something that's, it's a simple detail, hair. But for God, he knows exactly how many hairs we have on our head. He knows how many of those hairs are gray. He knows how many have fallen out. He knows how many we brushed out or combed out with our combs. But God knows. And it says, just as the sparrow may fall to the ground, God knows when your hairs fall out. Amen? That's like, wow, not worship on Wednesday kind of wow, but wow as in amazing, an amazing God, that we are all important to him, that we all have a value to him. Your value is no better to him than my value. It's all the same. He loves us just the same. He gave his son for each one of us. Not just for me, not just for you, but for each one of us. God will protect you. His providence is at work in our lives constantly. When you face your trials, he's right there with you. He's faithful even when we are not. His grace and mercy follows us. He gives us favor when we don't deserve it. Genesis 1 and 27, so God created human beings in his own image. He created us in his image. In the image of God, he created them, male and female. He created them. God made us in his image. This tells me that we are very important. He didn't make us as the animals that are out there, but we made us, he made us like him. Verse 7 also tells us that we are more valuable to him than a whole flock of sparrows. 
Matthew, Matthew talks about how the father feeds the birds, how he clothes the lilies of the field. He goes on to say, don't worry what you will eat, drink, or wear. Your heavenly father knows what you need. The key to provision in Matthew 6, 26, and 34 is to seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things will be added to you. He does not want you to worry about the new year of school. The next level is just a stepping stone to get you to where he needs you to be. He is with you. He will always be there with you. If you're going off to college and you're probably already there, don't worry. You're important to him. Seek him and his righteousness first, and he's right there with you. He will provide for you. He will protect you. He will warn you when trouble is near because you are just that important to him. If you've started a new job, know that you are important. Be confident in the God that you serve. He will not disappoint you. We all have hard days. But at the end of the day, God is still God. Nothing you face takes God by surprise. He knew the teacher was going to give that pop quiz. That's why he prompted you to study. Now it's up to you whether or not you did. Parents show um, show their children that they are important by spending time with them, teaching them good values. Godly parents teach their children to love and respect God first and foremost. They teach them and tell them how how proud they are of them. They encourage them that they can be whatever they want to be. They let them know that they are priceless to them. So we are priceless not just to God, but to your parents. And when they are doing things that you just don't understand, just know that they love you. And they're doing the best that they can. I'll save this for the closing, but I just have to mention it right here. That he loved you so much that he gave his one and only son. Amen. That should tell you just how important you are. Just how valuable you are to the God that we serve. My third and final point is don't be afraid. So don't be afraid. You are more valuable to God than a whole flock of sparrows. Verse 4 reads, Dear friends, don't be afraid of those who want to kill your body. Don't fear people or your situation. Reality is, I can tell myself not to fear all I want. However, I'm still afraid of water. But it doesn't control me. The tri-span run was over three bridges. Two bridges were draw, two of them were draw bridges. You all may have known that tri-span meant three bridges. I didn't. So I found out when I was sitting there waiting on the run walk crawlers by talking to a perfect stranger that I had to go over three bridges. I thought, oh my God, really, Lord? Really? So as we're going, I'm thinking about the bridges, and as we come to the first one, 
I stopped jogging and I began to walk. So as I walk, I'm listening to my music, I'm talking to God, and I didn't even know it was a drawbridge until the greats change. If you've ever walked across a drawbridge, it does not feel good, especially when you're afraid of water. So I go, I keep moving. I thought I need to turn around, but God is with me no matter where I go. So yes, I'm afraid of water, but I was able to go across three bridges on my feet with God. Amen. He will take you where you need to go. He will be with you. Lo, I am with you always, even until the end of the earth. He is always right there with you. His Holy Spirit resides in us. But his presence, that's what we have to feel, is the presence of God to know that he is right there with us. Because when we don't feel his presence, it's easy to feel like we're all alone. But when his presence is there, we know that there is fullness of joy, that his peace is there, that his love is there, that his provision is there, that his joy is there, that whatever it is that you need, he's going to bring it right there with you. So, my fear may be simple to you, but it's real to me just like your fears are to you. But according to W. Clement Stone, he says, thinking will not overcome fear, but action will. Martin Luther King Jr. said, courage is the power of the mind to overcome fear. Find scripture to encourage you to face your fear. Psalm 34, verses 4 through 5 says, I sought the Lord, and he answered me and delivered me from my fears. Those who look to him are radiant and their faces shall never be ashamed. Psalm 23 and 4 says, Even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for you are with me. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. God has not given us the spirit of fear, but of power, love, and self-discipline. Francesca Bettatini has a song, and it's called The Breakup Song. Some of the lyrics say, Fear, you don't own me. There, and she says this, there ain't no room in this story. I ain't got time for you telling me what I'm not. I know who I am, and guess what? I am strong, I am free. I've got my own identity. So fear, you will never be welcome here. So as I prepare to close, know your value. Carry yourself in a way that you show that you have confidence in the God that you serve. Remember, God has not forgotten you. You are important. And don't be afraid. He is always with you. One of the notes from the New Living Translation Bible says, Our true value is God's estimate of our worth, not our peers' estimate. Other people evaluate and categorize us according to how we perform, what we can achieve, and how we look. But God cares for us as he does for all his creatures because we belong to him. He has not forgotten you. 
you are not alone. Sometimes we feel like we have to go through things all alone. And I know you want a physical person to talk to. Just know that God is always there for you. And he will send you what or who you need when he's ready for them to be there. Too many times we go to others before we go to God. He wants to be first in our lives. For the enemy to bother you, to mess with you, to come and test you, to try you, he has to get permission from God. Psalm 94, 18 and 19 says, I cried out, I'm slipping, but your unfailing love, O Lord, supported me. When doubts filled my mind, your comfort gave me a renewed hope and cheer. As his children, we're not to worry about tomorrow. Instead, we are to trust God. Seek ye first the kingdom of God, and all these things shall be added. God will not withhold any good thing from those who walk up right before him. If your earthly fathers know how to give you good gifts, how much more will God, your heavenly father, give you? He knows. Let us pray. Father God, we thank you. God, we thank you that you value us. We know that you have been blessed through the hearing of God's word on this day. We invite you to join us at New Providence Missionary Baptist Church, located at 4813 Hilltop Needmore Road, Fuquay, Varina, North Carolina. For more information, you can contact our ministry at 919-552-3531 or visit our website at www.NewProvidenceBaptist.com. Thank you for joining us and be blessed.